White Chicks in China podcast, where a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora. Hi, everybody. Hi. We've missed you. We have. <laughs> we always do, and we always look forward to. Sitting together in our little blue room and recording the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I know. So uh, thank you everyone for leaving us comments. Uh, we've had some great, a lot of comments on Facebook actually. Yay! Yeah, I mean, I guess our food topic last week was pretty interesting, and probably lots of you have tried street food, so you've got lots to say about it. So these, all of these comments came from Facebook. So I don't, if for those of you who listened last week, the title of our show um, was uh, Street Food, uh, not uh, To Eat or Not To Eat. So it was kind of like a question right there on Facebook. So basically, people have just answered the question. <laughs> so Thomas said, to eat. Nice. Sandra said, eat, of course. The best is always outside. <laughs> nice. uh, Mitzi says, uh, not to eat. You can eat it. <laughs> Uh, Paul Doodle says, literally some of the best food I've ever eaten. Nice. Nice comment, yeah. Uh, Jesse says, I will. <laughs> um, so uh, Liu Mingren says, I have eaten in be- eaten it in Beijing, but it's very hard to bite. Now, I'm assuming the comment is based on a picture we had, uh, which was of scorpions, scorpions on, a on a stick. So I guess that's what that comment's about. Um, Philippe says, not only, <laughs> this is a, a negative comment, not only the street food, but any restaurant, they have terrible hygiene, washing dishes on the streets. Some use the river water to wash. So I'm guessing Philippe is against eating street food. <laughs> uh, again, uh, Avinash says, I've seen this at Wufu, uh, Wang Fujing at Beijing. So I guess this is a scorpion thing again. Mm. Um, I, I, I hope I pronounced this name correctly. Uh, Mersinic? says um no thanks um and says and holly no bugs please (laughs) Uh, yeah brian says uh i don't eat any street street food at all Mm. and serge says eat (laughs) so they were all comments from facebook so we got quite a lot of people i I hope you all you all listened and you didn't just comment but anyway and we also had a comment on our episode 21 page um, from uh, Totoro. And he uh, said that, I'll, so we, we commented, Nora commented about avocado, drinking, uh, eating avocado with sugar. So he says that he's going to try uh, the, the avocado with sugar thing and he can't imagine what it would be like. Um, and by the way, all, all my childhood, I ate tomato as a fruit. Because <laughs> we also made comments about Tomatoes being a fruit. Or and on cakes and, and cakes and sweet dishes here. Nice. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. That's so nice. People yeah. are getting involved. Yep. We know there are some of you out there listening. Mm. We don't know who you are or where you are or why you're <laughs> listening, but we want to hear from you. <laughs> Actually, we also had two comments on we on our WeChat group as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we have a WeChat group for, for those of you who are in China, written Chinese. Um, and so we had two comments, but I, I'm, unfortunately, I didn't write it down, so I'm not sure who they're from. Oh, but thank you anyway. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so our 
fact fact of the week uh, from China is uh, so on this this article came out on Monday uh, about some photographers that were at the Forbidden City in Beijing, and basically they had a group of models and they were taking literally like nude pictures of models in the forbidden city in the forbidden city wow yeah with as as tourists were like doing what about, yeah they didn't like um screen off areas these were uh pretty like explicit pictures just being taken i mean not that there weren't like crowds watching them the but the pictures i saw of photographers taking pictures in the background there were still tourists like Wow. In the Forbidden City. Wow. So this has obviously caused a lot of controversy. There are lots of uh, netizens saying, saying like, you're, you're, you know, you're being disrespectful to our cultural yes, relics. Cause, and if you, I'll put a link to this, the article, the pictures uh, are like quite controversial. Like they're not just women standing next to, you know, the, the Forbidden City, like, that there, there's an image where one model is like straddling some kind of uh, like uh, face, like it's like a, it, it's it, yeah, it's totally like. Yeah, it, oh, Holly, that gives me an idea. Let's go to the Lincoln Memorial. <laughs> uh, sit yeah. on Abraham Lincoln's lap. <laughs> I'm sure, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it hasn't been done. But this is no, not... No, I'll bet you no. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, people in... That's highly illegal. Come on. <laughs> why is it illegal here, then? Why are people be, Why have people been allowed to do it? I don't no, know. No, I mean, I'm okay, there are lots of things that are illegal, illegal but people still do them. It's true. <laughs> but the fact is, they don't get leaked onto the internet. That's how these things get so, like, people get so upset. Because it's not just, like, it's not professional. I also read, I didn't actually get to the article, but within the last month or so, there's also been like controversial wedding, naked wedding pictures that have been put <laughs> yeah. on the internet. China's gone in, nude. Exactly. Like, what, what? how did this happen? Uh, well, I'm watching people this, are really uh, annoyed. Like, yeah. Like, what the hell are you doing? I'm surprised how quickly it's changing. I mean, in the last, since I've been here in China, so the last six, year, six years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the so I've got a guilty pleasure reality show mm-hmm. addiction here. It I allow myself to have it because it helps with my Chinese language skills a lot. So I watch um, shows like Top Chef, the Chinese version of Top Chef, and my favorite one of all is the Chinese version of America's Next Top Model, which yeah. is called I Supermodel. And already in episode two, they had the models stripped down naked mm-hmm. and they did nude photo shoots of the models and that is not something that you would have seen six Mm -hmm. years ago i mean even this in this quick quick period of time we've seen because for a while there were i don't know exactly how upset people were about it but it definitely was going around quite a bit with the shanghai pole dancing team oh yeah they were taking photos and these were actually these were really beautiful photos because at the end of the day People who are really pole dancers are actually like serious athletes. Oh, it's yeah, acrobatics. Yeah, yeah. So they were doing a series of pictures, and those went all over the internet. And that was maybe a year ago or two years ago. I remember you showing me those pictures. Yeah, actually. yeah. Maybe two years ago. Yeah. But they weren't. There was nothing. They weren't like in any. Like they weren't. I don't think they they were controversial. Like no, the, the women no. were dressed like. Yeah, I mean they had they were covered up, mm. but. 
they were still going, I think they were going around quite a bit because, you know, pole dancing is obviously a very sexual, mm. let's say we can call it a sport. And so they, I knew, I know that they were passed around quite a bit in China. I don't think that there was a whole lot of, like I said, controversy. Oh. I don't think people were upset about it, but I know they went all around the web mm. because the topic is so, it is risque. Yeah. I guess but, it's unusual as well for China. Yeah, exactly. But now we're talking about actual nude people, and not mm-hmm. only nude in public, but at ancient, mm-hmm. basically ancient sites. Yeah, exactly. Government-owned yeah, yeah. I'm amazed they were like... That is crazy. No one st- I can't believe no one stopped them. I'm sure that they got stopped Probably eventually, eventually, right? Yeah, I think so. But by that time, if, as long as you get a small handful mm-hmm. of tourists, then like, boom, that's all over the net. Yeah. Everyone in China has 2G, 3G, 4G. Mm-hmm. So they, they upload pictures at lightning speed here. So Absolutely. it's craziness. Yeah. Craziness. But there is this like, there is like, I mean, I feel like every time I have a, like a new fact every week, it's not just one story. There, there are always other stories that are like similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like themes or something Yeah, like a theme. On. So everyone just kind of like picks up on one thing and oh, everyone wants to do it. Because mm-hmm. this is like, so there are the, these, um, model the like the model situation now these wedding pictures but then also like two weeks ago i read an article uh about uh, a chinese woman doing a naked bungee bungee jump in thailand or oh, something oh right yeah i heard about that yeah. too I, I think she was hong kongese but still it's like it's, yeah. i don't know it's just kind of stupid <laughs> i guess nudity is a big topic right now in china yeah it must be hmm Cool. <laughs> Whatever they I'd rather do. that than other things, to be honest. I mean, we've all got naked bodies, so True. <laughs> we just hide them. <laughs> anyway, so that's a great that's a great fact of the week. I actually didn't know about that. That's craziness. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there'll be more. I'll keep you updated. <laughs> Good. Good. Next time I'm at Mount Rushmore, got a new idea for a selfie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see any pictures of that. If anyone's there, please don't. <laughs> I'm curious, guys. Send them over. WrittenChinese.com slash episode 22. <laughs> Nora, Nora at WrittenChinese. Don't, don't, don't be contacting me with those pictures. <laughs> okay, fine. All right, guys. <laughs> on to the show. Yes. So today we are talking about things that we do in China that we would never do at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's like, there's a wealth of content there right there we can just talk about so many things for sure this kind of I'm sure like we've both I mean we've talked we've both talked about these things like in just day-to-day conversation I'm sure we talk about them with our friends and Mm. as well but this this idea came to me in the metro station the other day um, and I saw two foreign men together for some reason I looked at their feet I don't know why and one of them had a pair of crocs oh where he was wearing Crocs. Oh. Now, I, I don't know about in the US, but in the UK, like, people don't wear Crocs. No. I don't really... It's actually, people are very upset, like, get upset yeah, about Crocs. Do. Like, yeah. Crocs was a big issue. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do but, not wear Crocs. But here, they're extremely popular. Well, because it rains all the time, mm-hmm. and it is so hot. Yep. So it's very, very practical, mm-hmm. and so many people wear them. They do. So, so people feel less... You know, shy, shy to wear yeah. them. Yeah, but that's 
that's I guess for me that's my first point because that's what started this. So this you were in process. Crocs, Holly? No, I don't. No, <laughs> I've had some kind of I guess they were fake Crocs, um, but they never. I never. I was never interested. Like what gets me is they're not very pretty. Oh, they're just God, so no. fat. They look like people. I mean, on the on the animal theme, they kind of look like frogs on your on your feet. <laughs> like especially because they're in these really like obnoxious colors yeah that's the thing bright yeah, green in, like, and like crazy. pink and i don't want to st- no they've got those massive holes all over yeah. them they're just they're just they're just not attractive to me why don't they all. just make smaller holes but more of them <laughs> i think the newer models are like they are cooler but they've created more like girly looking ones but they're still for me, for me they're just still not very you know i i don't feel compelled to wear them yeah <laughs> yeah Mm-hmm. No. So that's the first one. Foreigners, lots of foreigners wear Crocs in China. And Busted. I'm sure they would not wear them <laughs> back in the US or the UK yeah. or wherever they're from. If you do, please let us know. Like maybe in in Australia, for example, maybe they're very popular. We don't mm-hmm. know. On that topic, though, of dressing, I feel like in China, I'm more free to dress how I want. Yeah. Back home... Um, so I'll have friends who have known me for a long time. And so if I try to dress slightly differently or do something new, then they they will make a comment. Like they'll yeah. make a big deal out of it. And I really, 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 really hate that. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but when I get like if I get a new haircut or whatever, I really don't like people to comment on it. I don't know what it is. Right. It's like I just just I just want to change and then. Just what, change. people just not notice. Yeah, <laughs> people not notice. All right. I don't know. That's a weird. That. Maybe that's my weird, weird thing. But anyway, I feel yeah. more free to wear whatever I want here in China, because mm. the people here are so alien to me that I don't have the same. That it their opinion doesn't affect me in the same way as my friends back home. Yeah, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, I mean? Do you think that you can say that of other foreigners too? Do you think? Do you ever look around? Like if you're in the metro or you're in the mall or something and you see foreigners, do you think that they feel the same way? I, I that... see a lot of sloppy dressers here in yeah. China. Um, I think as foreigners, it's really easy for us to get a good status like instantly. Mm. And so I think people get really lazy with what they wear. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. Whereas maybe when they first came to China, they maybe brought a suit with them <laughs> or like nicer clothes. Yeah. After you've been here for a while, you realize that it doesn't really help help you very much mm. i mean you don't need it so people just tend to get lazy yeah yeah i agree on the suit thing like maybe we've discussed it in the past in other episodes but i feel like a suit here or at least like a shirt and t- a shirt and tie or shirt and trousers is more like a uniform here it doesn't imply status right and also what you have to realize is we're in southern china so it's just so hot yeah, of course when it's 90 percent humidity and 90 degrees outside you don't care as much about looking proper you don't it's just being comfortable is the most important thing yeah hence the crocs yeah (laughs) yeah actually one thing about those crocs is apparently they're really good when yeah you i think you were talking about the rain yeah like they've also got good grip because a lot of the floors here are just made of this ridiculous tile it's It's just it's a death trap yeah like if you don't have have fallen down just straight up just wiped out so many times so those crocs are good for that yeah <laughs> yeah so what else holly what do you do here that you would not do at home okay so this is to do with eating hmm. here my if i'm in a chinese restaurant especially if i'm with other chinese people 
I, I don't eat with the same good manners that I might have at home. Like, I do certain things and I think my mother would just kill me right now if she mm. saw me do this. Yeah, I spit bones. Spit bones, floor. spit bones. Yeah, I mean, that's maybe you can see that's actually what I've written. Spit out chicken bones on my notepad. Yeah, sometimes I spit them on the... Sometimes I spit them on the table. Table, yeah, on the table. And sometimes if they're little bits, I literally spit them on the table. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that. But I've I, learned that on the ta- from Chinese on the table. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, everything like I would just make a big mess, mm-hmm. and I'm. And if I drop, if like I drop my chopsticks or something, <laughs> and I just leave yeah, them. Just like, well, I just well, get another pair. Yeah. <laughs> Where I would yeah. never do that in the West. I would if I dropped silverware or something mm-hmm. like that. I would pick it up and then ask for yeah. another pair. But here, I just leave it because that's. That's what Chinese yeah, people do. Well. I think in the West, there's also that sense of embarrassment as well, like that clattery noise when the fork or knife lands on the floor and everyone's like, oh, I can't yeah. believe she just dropped her knife. How but rude. yeah, like no one cares. No, yeah, one, no one cares. Really. Kind of freeing in a way. Mm. And in fact, like pro- probably it's more impressive if we more like more, more in the Chinese way. Ah, uh, yeah. Actually, I remember I went to eat with a friend Chinese people like to eat noodles really, really hot. Like noodle soup, really, really ridiculously boiling lava hot. Mm. And I would go with my friends to eat, and they would be almost, I don't know if they were insulted, but they were definitely curious, like, Laura, you eat so quietly. Because <laughs> here they are like, well, making lots of oh, noise. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, You know when someone's eating noodles. <laughs> oh, yeah, and munching with their mouths open and stuff yeah. like that. And then um, I was not raised to do that. Mm-hmm. So they they were actually, like, shocked. Wow, oh, really? you eat so quietly. Like, don't you like it? Huh. So the louder you eat, that's, like, the more the you enjoy it. Yeah. Well, no one's ever told me that before, but it, it does – it kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, there is. I haven't gone all the way yet. I'm not like not fully fully Chinese. Chinese no, but there I don't are, think there I'll are ever go all the way. But yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the fact that the spitting chicken bones out it surprised me. I surprised surprised myself. By yeah, me too. Me too. Sometimes because <laughs> China really changes you. If you come here for a few weeks, a few months, or even a year or two, I think you'll be safe. Yeah. But for those of us long haulers, we. Uh, um, we you can't escape like no, becoming no, exactly. somewhat part of mm-hmm. what's going what's going on here. No, and I think you get to the point where you think I can either get upset about this or I can just join them. You mm-hmm. know, like you can't if you can't beat them, join them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You, so you might as well just do it, and it kind of just makes it less of a big deal. I mm-hmm. think, especially if you were brought up in a different way. Mm-hmm. I think, which brings me to another one, which I am. I guess I'm hesitant to admit it, but something that I do here in China that I would never, ever do back home or in any other country is to litter. Mm. I don't do it very often, and I don't necessarily enjoy it, but, okay, Chinese people, they throw their water bottles out the window as they're driving their cars. I've seen some bad littering. They just, they litter like crazy. And actually the system is set up to take care of it because the government employs thousands and thousands of workers to just walk up and down the streets and scoop stuff up and pick it up. Yeah. So sometimes I've dropped something and then like, actually that's when it usually happens. Like I accidentally drop, I'm holding onto a piece of trash Mm -hmm. or like a piece of, you know, like a tissue or something and I drop it and I just leave it. I'm sorry. Yeah, they, like 
sometimes I've done it too, and so I've had this like kind of should I, shouldn't I, and yeah, more and more I'm kind of like, no, I don't feel as bad. You as just I see it everywhere. Do. Everybody mm. does it, and yeah. so it's you just sometimes you just do it. I know that makes me sound terrible, but you come living in yeah. here. For six years, and then you tell me what habits you pick up, and then we'll talk. <laughs> so don't yeah. judge me, <laughs> please. I mean, they've got people cleaning the leaves off the paths yeah, in the sweep, park. Sweeping leaves. So they, they, they sweep everything up. Man, so. mm-hmm. If I'm somewhere natural, like if I'm on the beach or if I'm in, you know, like in a park or something like that, I would actually never do that. Mm. But on the random street corner where you, you know, you know, within 15 minutes, somebody's going to come along and yeah. sweep it up. So sometimes. Do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I mean, just to kind of go off topic a little bit, recycling and stuff isn't, I mean, they don't, they have a bin, like special right, recycling bins, but I feel like the majority of Chinese people don't really understand the concept of recycling. Other than there, if they're uh, like these older Chinese people that will actually, you'll see them like rummaging in the bins to get the plastic bottles. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Actually, they do a lot of recycling here. It's just those people who sift it out. Yeah, exactly. People yeah. don't do it. Like, they're not trying to be helpful. Like, we would at home, like, my mom would have three or four different bins to put paper and cardboard mm-hmm. and everything else in. Mine too. But normal, no, normal people <laughs> don't, don't. Yeah, we, we don't. Actually, there's not even a system set up for that mm-hmm. here. So we just throw everything in the trash. Yeah. But then... Those people who come along to collect it, they sift through it and they separate it out because yeah. they get money for that. Yeah. So it actually does get recycled. It's just you don't separate it yeah. yourself. Someone else is doing. Someone it. else does it. Yep. Yeah. But they're doing it because they're collecting money yeah. for that. Which is which is good. Yeah. yeah. So even my IE does that. She takes the bottles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. So what's another thing that you do here, Holly, that you wouldn't do back home? Uh, actually, this is something I don't. It's more of an something I don't do now. Okay. So this, I think this is more about being here for a while as well. And so the point I've written is that I stopped making eye contact with other foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm walking down the street and I see a foreigner on the other side of the street, or like it's about to walk past me, I'll like kind of try not to make eye contact with them. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Because when, okay, I'm from a small town. Uh-huh. So when you see someone approaching on the street, you usually, you know, kind of give Great them a nod them. or say hello or something. You acknowledge their presence. Um, and also like if you're driving in your car, you can mm. usually tell if someone's from the city or from a small town. Because if you're driving in your car, a lot of times the people are looking at right. the other people in the other cars. Okay. But anyway, when I first came to Chengdu, I stopped looking at Chinese people on mm-hmm. the streets because they're just always staring at me and yeah. I would feel embarrassed about yeah. it. Um, but then whenever I would see a foreigner, it would be so rare. Mm. And so I would like, you know, at least say hello, if not stop them and be like, yeah. what are you what doing are you here? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. where do you live? And what's your phone number? And, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, do yeah. you, you know, do you have any movies I can borrow? <laughs> but here in Shenzhen, there's so many foreigners, so you don't mm-hmm. have that same connection, so... In the beginning, I also was, like, looking at yeah. people in the eye or, like, yeah, giving them a nod. Yeah, me too. Me too at first. I did. But now I also ignore them. Yeah. Yeah. And I do feel I, I do feel bad, but I feel – I don't know if it's – yeah, like I said, I haven't been here for a while or whether it's just my cynicism. <laughs> but I just, like – I feel like it sounds it sounds really terrible, actually, but I feel like we've got this, like, tight this group 
Mm. And it sounds, it does sound really bad, but I feel like you've got to be careful, like, about other people, other foreigners, like meeting other foreigners. Because mm. I've met, I've got to be honest, I've met some oddballs here. Oh, indeed. Yeah. China's a magnet for oddballs, yeah. foreigners. If I'm, I mean, of course, if I'm, like, introduced to new people, I'm obviously more than willing to meet new people, but... Just because we're mi- a minority, it doesn't mean that I want to, like, get to know you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know what you mean. In the beginning, I was definitely more like, oh, ooh, foreigner. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's true. I'm, I'm the same. Uh, that kind of goes along with one of my points, was, which was somewhat along with one of my points, which was that um, I've picked up this nasty habit of talking about people while they're standing right next to you. Because... of Chinese people do not speak English, Mm -hmm. and they always talk about us. Yeah. When you understand Chinese, then they just, they never expect you you to understand Mm. Chinese, because 99.9% of foreigners don't speak Chinese. (laughs) Um, They always talk about you. Yeah. They'll be with it, and they're so obvious yeah, about exactly. it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They're not discreet at all. Even if you didn't understand what they're right. saying, you know they're eyeing you up and down. Yeah. They're like, you know, they're... And it's so aggressively. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's like they want to start a fight with you, and it gets it makes <laughs> me feel so riled up. I'm not, I mean, I, I try not to be like that, but, man, it makes me just want to claw someone's eyes out. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why. So I've picked up that bad habit of talking about if I'm with yeah. a foreign friend and it's obvious that the person is a country bumpkin, mm. which are the most interesting subjects to talk yeah. about, then a lot of times we'll make comments. We do it in a subtle way. I really don't think that they know. Probably not. Uh, but yeah, I'll make comments about them like, oh, look at this guy's hair. Yeah. A lot of times I see really a lot of interesting hairstyles oh, going wow, on yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So sure. I'll say something like that. Or, you know, make make other comments. And I realized that I had gotten so used to doing this that I when I the first year when I came back to China back to the US after being in China mm-hmm. after being in Shenzhen. So I'd been in China for two years. I was also doing it. Doing so I remember I was walking down the street mm-hmm. with a friend and I saw a guy coming at us and he was walking a really ugly dog. <laughs> Really, really ugly dog. I mean, like, world's ugliest dog competitor. And (laughs) I'm a dog lover, so I'm sure the dog still had a lot of great qualities. But I just turned to my friend and was like, well, that's an ugly dog. And the guy got all upset. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you can understand what I'm talking about. So I've gotten a really bad habit. I I don't think you're the only one, the only person to have done that. I don't think I've done that personally, like, forget that I wasn't still in China. Mm. But I know friends of ours have done that as well. Like, especially in taxis and been talking about maybe like inappropriate things and realizing, oh wait, the taxi driver can actually understand what oh, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the cab, because <laughs> when you're sitting in the back in the cab with a Chinese driver, he never understands what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So you can talk about anything. Anything, anything, yeah. You know, anything. And so I could definitely understand that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that I I agree. Like that, I I, I do. I do. You just get know. comfortable with saying yeah. things because people just don't understand. Ninety nine point nine percent of people don't yeah. understand. But actually, I I was told a story a, a long time ago now, but this actually also happens amongst Chinese people mm. because often people speak their home dialect can be very different, and if it, they're like a minority, the chances of meeting someone else that speaks that same dialect isn't is, is unlikely. Mm-hmm. So when I was still teaching, a student of mine 
her family were from I'm not I can't even remember where but so her the mother and the grand the her mom were in a lift together and a guy gets in the lift and he's he's quite handsome and the 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 mom turns to her daughter and says oh like he's like he's quite nice looking isn't he <laughs> and like they were talking about she was talking about how attractive he was and so they get out of the lift and then a couple of days later something like she receives a letter or she's talking to the postman or something ridiculous like that and it turns out that the guy was also from their town and <laughs> therefore would have understood what she was saying <laughs> so that also like happens here as well mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I think Chinese people are really, they do that all the time. It's so funny. You'll see them, like, they'll get together with their buddy. It's so obvious they're talking about you. Yeah. Like, they're just not very consider. I would consider it. I would consider it considerate to to not do that. But mm-hmm. you, after several years of being here and having it done to con- yeah. on a constant basis, you, you be, begin to pick up that habit, too. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I saw uh, last weekend, I think, I was on the metro. And um, she she spoke in Cantonese. She didn't speak Chinese, like Mandarin, so I didn't understand. But she looked at she looked at me, and she did that you know that awful look up and down thing that makes me just want to hit someone. Mm. And then she turned to her friend opposite, and she like she, she, the were, were she was laughing. And yeah, I, I yeah. turned. I was with Barrett, my boyfriend. And I was like, this woman is like she she's talking about me. She's laughing at me, and she needs to be quiet because I'm going to I feel like I'm going to go crazy like of course I would never have done anything like you know mm. it's not it's not my kind of style but she was so obvious about it and mm. and then she knew because I, I she could see it I was getting angry and then she sh- like she shut up but I, like, I felt so frustrated because there was nothing I could do about it yeah I mean you got to realize this is not these are not one-off things it's just mm-hmm. it kind of builds like We've talked about it in the episode about the elevator stairs, how people stare at us on the elevator. <laughs> and and it's yeah. that's what happens is it's just most of the time it's not a problem. Most no. of the time we can deal with it. It's yeah. it's okay. It's part of living here. It's kind of flattering in a sense because we're just curious. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you have those days where it's just either it happens way too many times uh-huh. in a row or uh-huh. people are extra rude about it and yeah, it just builds it. on you and builds on you and builds on you and then you just get really frustrated. Yeah. Yeah, it's the it's it's how it's done, isn't it? Really, mm-hmm. like of course, even you know, we might if you notice someone like I'm sure if we see like for example an attractive person, you might kind of be looking at them and <clears throat> excuse me. So we we all do it in a, in our own way. It's just how it's done. It's just so obvious. That, it's basically like living mm-hmm. in China is like you're being followed by a group of giggling chi- uh, teenage girls mm-hmm. at all times. Yeah, at all times. Yeah. And and most of the time they're not girls or teenagers. No, which that's is the, thing. the worrying part. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, next topic. Next topic. Yeah. Uh, so actually, this kind of continues with what I was just saying about getting angry. Uh, I I find that a lot of foreigners I know, although I I never knew them before here, they get much more angry or, or get angry much faster than they would have than they did before. Mm-hmm. I can say that for myself, and I can Me say too. that of people that I. You you can tell someone's temperament, and then over time, I guess you can see how more irritated they get or whatever else. We have a mutual friend who he's actually not been in China for very long, but he's this Bobby. Oh, okay, so yeah, he's yeah. this like really laid back, mm, very surfer guy, guy type. Yeah. 
He's a total hippie, man. He is. He is. And he's like such a nice guy. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning when we came to China, you know, he hears us kind of complaining sometimes about things. And he was like, oh, you know, they're just different and you have to understand (laughs) them, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, you just put up with anything that he encountered here. And then not two months later, he's worse than we are. Yeah. He, you know, like someone looks at him the wrong way and his face just turns red yeah. and he, he gets really annoyed with the traffic because, you know, they don't drive very um, politely here. Yeah. And so, you know, he'll, he'll, mm-hmm. he's, you know, kicked the back of cars and like smacked people's windshields. And he's just <laughs> so funny how he's changed in su- such a short period of time from this docile, like yeah. everybody love everybody yeah. to this, I'm going to kill every Chinese person. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, is like this guy's well-traveled. Mm-hmm. Like he's lived in lots of different places all over the world. Yeah. So it's not as if he's just like been in his own little hometown and then he tr- comes to China and it's a culture shock. Like he's experienced lots of different cultures and <laughs> this culture just got to him <laughs> quickly, <laughs> quickly too it was yeah. just so funny yeah. to see to just watch that transition because mm. when he was like oh yeah they're just different and like we just have to learn to mm. understand them and blah 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 blah. we all just kept our mouth shut so we're like mm-hmm, yeah. sure and then two months later he's, he's yeah worse I than hearing, we are. hearing like hearing stories about a story about him being in a taxi and i was like I turned to our friend and was like, are you serious? Like what? Like, they were talking about the same person. I I just couldn't believe it. Oh man, it's funny. Here's one that I've noticed that I do here that I would never do back home Mm. is grunting as a response to a question. (laughs) You mean like I just did. Mm. (laughs) I think "Mm, that is is different than uh. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <fair laughs> so Chinese people are like they really like to grunt, and they do mm-hmm. it. It's they have this habit of repeating. Like when they agree with something, they usually repeat. So to say yes in Chinese is dui. So a lot of times when you you ask them a question, they'll be like dui 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 What's funny now is that I get, that doesn't irritate me, but what does is silence. Oh, So really? if I speak, like, if there's no response from someone, I'm like, just speak, just make any noise <laughs> and then at least I know you're listening to me. So, this, is, this is another one that I picked up too. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't understand what's going on, or they say something and you just like, it's incredulous to you that you're like, ah? You sound like a like a cartoon character. That's what they do, though. So many <laughs> no, times. I agree, like, I agree, I agree. If I say, oh, uh, they ask me, where do you want to go? I say, Judelin. Ah? <laughs> it's like, Judelin. Ah? <laughs> Judelin. Uh. <laughs> right, I'm sorry, but um, there's going to be a spin-off, uh, Two White Chicks, and we're actually going to make some ringtones. <laughs> and you can buy Nora's ringtone noises. <laughs> Be my guest. I'll give it away for free. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. It's a free gift. So that's something that I would never do. My mother would slap me if I yes. was grunting like that in response to a question. But it's so funny, those grunts. Mm-hmm. Like, there's actually a whole con- culture. They even have um, Chinese characters to represent oh, yes, these. Yes. Yeah. And so there's like a whole, in different regions, they have different ones. Um, they have like ones that are like cute, cuter, cuter. Yes. So you just add these sounds after they like, speak. Ah. Yeah, ah, like girls always yeah. say, how, ah. Yeah. 
So I always add this like ah yeah. at the end, which can be really obnoxious. I don't find it. I'd rather grunt than make. Yeah, I'd rather. Noise, to be honest. But I do it now. How ah? Yeah. I got a habit. But anyway, there are a lot of these like just like guttural <laughs> sounds that you make to represent meanings. Mm. They don't really have a clear meaning, but but there's a there's an emotion that gets attached <laughs> to those. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, th- I guess I also do do a similar thing. Not necessarily with those little particles, but re- repetition of a word over oh. and over and over again. Yeah, just because it's ha ha yeah ha 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 picked up what's a habit or something that you do here that you do not do back home um actually this is not about myself this is about this is about uh western men oh so it's it's a bit if you're listening don't take it too seriously okay this is just a an observation and a not that serious one so this is like a cultural a big cultural difference i think in the west men are attracted to yeah let's say curvy women with big boobs as a culture when it comes to models or attractive women that's what you know people well representing represents fertility yes. and that's you know it's, that's part of mm. sexual drive yeah. so that makes sense actually this is yeah no let's we'll stick with western women, western men but actually in general chinese men feel this way as well but in china skinny or, or very slim girls are more more attractive mm-hmm. a cultural culturally more attractive mm-hmm so west like well, when western men arrive in china that's what they go for instead of what they were used to in the west oh so in the west they might go after a curvy woman, yeah. but in china they start going yeah. after the waif like yeah and and what what conf- not confuses me what my thought is is that okay so i've asked so why would why did china, why do western men want to date chinese women like oh it's so exotic yeah, yeah, it is, but it's more exotic if you're in the US or the UK and you've got a Chinese girlfriend. It's not exotic in China anymore, is it? Like everyone has a Chinese girlfriend, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's like a cool. I, I guess that the point, the thing is about what types, what of types people of people. Yeah, 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 yeah. go after. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that changes once people get to China. I think. Yeah. So another thing that I do here that I would never do back home is singing to myself while walking down the street. Singing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't. Lots of people singing. I don't do it very loudly, um, but I've noticed that I I do. I would have never. I have mm. never done that back home. I would be too embarrassed to do it. But here in China, everybody just like la 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 la. Mm-hmm. They're walking down the street and they are just Absolutely. serenading anyone who's willing to listen. And so sometimes I've caught myself just like humming or singing mm. to myself as I'm just like, because I do a lot of, you do a lot of walking in China. Yeah. So, so yeah, I've caught myself, you know, mm. doing that. And I don't know. That's something that I like, yeah. actually, that I've picked up. I, I don't sing so much, but I do talk to myself and laugh <laughs> yeah. without feeling embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, these people don't care. They do, they're doing the same thing. I mean, as a, a, an off-topic thing. Nara has noticed this this thing where when Chinese people run, they tend to smile a lot. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. if I, it doesn't, no one, no one really cares like what you're doing. It's people are too interested in their own lives. 
you know, watching the movie on their phone as they walk to the mm-hmm. metro station. So if I'm laughing, giggling away to myself, no one cares. Mm-hmm. So. And even if they notice, so even if I'm singing to myself mm-hmm. and then I notice some person is intently watching mm-hmm. me, I'll definitely stop singing. Yeah. But I won't feel that like, embarrassment. I'm embarrassed yeah. that they're watching me. I'm just like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I was singing, so be it. <laughs> I think that's, I, prob- I probably didn't when I first got here, I think. I still had those feelings of, of like uncomfortable feelings mm. when you do something a bit weird mm. but now <laughs> but now I just, most of the time I just allow myself to be weird and and not feel so constrained I think mm-hmm. drinking hot water is another one that I've picked up <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember so clearly that first well when I arrived in China for the first time it was night but then that next day woke up and they brought me to the employment office Mm. and they gave me mm. it was so mm, it was <laughs> august it was so hot they gave me a glass of water and it was hot water <laughs> i had never been i had never drank hot water before but now i drink it all the time i'm literally sitting yeah, with the hot water right in front of me right yeah. now i have to be in the mood i do i don't mind it um but yeah i don't drink it all the time back home i never do it because it's not readily available you have to actually mm. either wait run the faucet and wait right. for it to heat up which then would take a while for, before it actually gets hot sure. or you know boil it i guess some people have those uh instant in the u.s it's not very popular to have those like quick boiling pots oh. that you plug in and they boil within a few minutes like one or two minutes we don't have those in the u.s i've seen them all over in europe like a kettle it's no, it's not a kettle. It's electric, oh. and it's like a pitcher. Oh. And there's a stand, oh. and then there's a coil in that stand, and it heats it heats up the water really quickly. Oh. Like a lot of hotels will have it, and in the in maybe not in the UK, but in a lot of maybe, countries in Europe and definitely think. in South America and anyway, all over the place they have oh. these. But in the US, it's not popular. I guess in the UK, it's not popular either. Mm. So I wouldn't sit there and like microwave a glass of water just to make it warm. <laughs> but here, everywhere, you have instant hot water. Yeah. Because you drink bottled water, and the bottled water cooler has a hot water side and a cold water side. Yeah. And so usually Chinese people don't like to drink cold water, so the cold water side is usually switched off. Yes. In our office right now, the hot water will be it's on. It's never on, on the yeah. cold water. I've switched on now and again, but yeah. it always gets turned off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you either have lukewarm water or hot water. And actually, I find hot water is more pleasant than lukewarm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there, uh, there is a reason for this. It's not like some weird... Yeah, it is weird, but... <laughs> it, the, uh, Chinese, Chinese people believe that hot water is a cure-all. Mm. Like, it solves mm-hmm. every problem you could imagine. Yeah. So every year, sick, like, drink yeah, more drink hot more water. water. <laughs> yeah, it just... It's a remedy for every ailment you could imagine. Mm. Well, I mean, we, we tell people in the West, too, to drink water. We just say yeah. drink a lot of water, get a lot of sleep. And mm-hmm. so that's their rendition. But they say drink hot water. They specify that it's hot water. I could see that. I mean, it kind of clears out the throat. The steam is probably mm-hmm. good for the sinuses. Um, so so I'm sure that there's some logic to it. Yeah. So my, my I guess this is sort of similar to being yeah, angry. But I find myself being rude. Yeah. Like, I've gotten way ruder. And I dislike that I dislike that change. Some of the other changes are kind of funny and I think probably if I leave China those things will just get will I'll forget those things as well. But 
allow allowing myself to be rude to people that I would have otherwise respected is mm-hmm. is not very it's not very nice to be honest. It's hard. It's just again, we both Holly and I have been here for so long. And so I'm sure actually even the first three years for me, I wasn't like this. No. It's just after year four, year five, year six. You just get basically you can't turn the other cheek for three years yeah, and not want to slap someone back. <laughs> you know, like I think sure. we're still. I pers- I, I'd say I'd like to say I'm way more polite in that sense than to a typical Chinese person. I was raised to be more sensitive to yeah, other people gosh. and to be aware of other people and to think of other people as people. Mm. But a lot of the people in China do not have, do not share those. So yeah. you begin to, you know, you just, you can only take so much. You really, you can only take so much telling three years and after yeah. you, you begin to, you begin to change. It's a defense mechanism. Otherwise yeah. you're just constantly being slapped in the face. Yeah. And being told you can't do this. That's actually, it's not the people. I'm not, I don't, I obviously that's a, a result of, uh, like a rule or something it's not the people that I have a problem with it's the fact that they're so like they're so controlled by rules and regulations so for example the other day this is something uh, this has been at the back of my mind actually to mention this mm-hmm. um so when I bring my I, I cycle here and downstairs before I come into the building I fold my bike up because it's like a foldable bike so for some bizarre reason, this last week or so, there have been new security guards outside. Mm-hmm. So the old ones knew who I was and they never stopped me. They never questioned me because technically the, there is like a bike stand that where I should leave my bike. So for the last week, the security guards have come over and like, I, I know they want to say something to me. They want to stop me. And the other day, one of them kind of snuck around behind me mm. and stu- there's like a ramp that comes up into the building. And he stood on the ramp like he was going to prevent me from bringing the bike up the ramp. <laughs> and I just like, I just stared him, stared him down. I was mm-hmm. like, you, there is no way you are going to stop me from bringing this bike in. And I was like preparing myself to like, to just, to just push past him. I thought, I, you know what, you're not, I don't care about your stupid rule. <laughs> like I'm, I'm sweaty and I'm, who are, you know, who are you? You know, everyone, I, I'm allowed to bring the bike in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not him I was angry with, but it's just this, the ridiculous rules, you know? Yeah, that's where foreigners, as foreigners, we do have uh, an advantage. I speak Chinese most of the time hmm. until I want to get into somewhere. Get something, yeah. So if I want to get into somewhere, then I'm, I do not speak any Chinese. Hmm. And so, and that's, that's the best way to do it. Because hmm. if you, like, for example... Everybody pretty much lives in gated communities here mm. with gardens. I mean, let's say 80% of the people. And so you'll go visit a friend. In order to get to that friend's apartment, you need to get past the gate. Yeah. So if you speak any Chinese, then they'll stop you. They'll make you sign Ask a bunch questions. of crap. Like, even if you've been there 100 times before, because yeah. they're just constantly changing guards. So so if you if you just speak no Chinese... You just motion towards the door when they talk to you. You just smile at them and pretend that you don't understand. <laughs> Eventually, they'll just yeah. they'll just be oh, whatever, and they'll just let you in. <laughs> yeah. So we do have that that advantage. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, do now? Do you have any other more important points? 
No, that's pretty much it. I mean, awesome. I buy food online. That was one, the last one I could say. Oh. Like, I would never, I don't think I ever bought food, oh, like I fresh didn't. food online, like fruit or vegetables. I, I never, never did that never before. Did. Okay. So I've never done, so that was one of the things, but that's, ah, it's not super interesting. <laughs> so we always talk about food. It always comes back to me. Yes. yes, it does. <laughs> uh, so Nora, what's our uh, Chinese word of Ah, so our Chinese word of the week is a word for um, being used to something. Oh, being used to something. Okay, yeah, cool. so being used to something is xi guan. So xi if you're xi guan, like a lot of times Chinese people ask if you're, if you if you're xi guan zhongguo means are you used to being in China? So that's cool. a that's, that's a good useful. one I use all the time. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you want to uh, find out more about those characters or how to say. To be used to something, you can find those links on uh, writtenchinese.com slash episode 22. Mm-hmm. Episode 22, don't forget it. Also, if you'd like to leave us a, a voicemail message, you can go to writtenchinese.com slash voicemail. But of course, you can join all the people that have been leaving us comments. Thank you. Yeah. You can leave them on Facebook. You can leave them on our writtenchinese.com slash episode 22 page. Mm-hmm. You can leave them anywhere. We'll find them. We will find Don't worry them. about that. <laughs> so send us your questions. Voicemail is best. We want to yes. know what you want to know about what it's like to live in China. Yeah. Uh, and as always, we'd like to think written Chinese. Oh, sponsoring us. <laughs> All right, you guys. Have a great week. Yep. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.